BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. A royal photographer reflects on Queen Elizabeth's memorial entrance with Prince Andrew as he posts and quickly deletes a message with banned HRH titles. I think it was just, it was very cringy. It really did not, you know, he could not read the room on how people are feeling about him right now. Plus, Kate and William receive a private Top Gun screening. Idris Elba reveals what he played at Meghan and Harry's wedding, and the Queen is deeply touched in marking another milestone. Those trees are going to be there for 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, mm -hmm. however many years, and it's just, it's really carrying on her legacy. I mean, I think it's such a special way to commemorate 70 years on the throne. Plus, royal author Robert Jobson reveals how William is feeling as he gets ready to celebrate his 40th birthday. Yeah, I'm sure that he looks back and on um... 40 years he's had to go through quite a lot and endure a lot from the death of his mother through to um all sorts of um, traumas even the latest stuff with Meghan and harry and his fallout with his brother we've got that plus so much more on today's royally us hello to our fellow royal lovers and welcome to royally us i'm christina that's christine and christine we actually have a light week of royal news Nice, quiet week, some kind of relaxing story. Yes, nothing <laughs> too crazy. Um, but before we get into everything, we wanted to check in to see what you guys had to say about last week's show. Um, kicking it off with Susan says, great to see the royal family members being able to be a normal family and be able to grieve. Of course, talking about Prince Philip's memorial, um, which uh, happened last week, which is a beautiful service for the family and, you know, just thousands of his closest friends <laughs> and admirers. <laughs> I know that it was such a strange in that it was a family memorial service, except it wasn't a family. Like it was on the BBC. It was broadcast internationally, but just a private family affair. You know? <laughs> private, just a little low key. Um, right. Next one goes to Acosta says, I think they are not to be blamed for the chain fence someone installed. Someone installed it. So it's not their fault as for the never explained how has to be modernized, but they were fantastic. This was talking about their trip to the Caribbean, which got a lot of people talking both good and bad. Yeah, I think there was definitely a lot of lessons to be learned from this trip, you know, um, and a lot of, you know, opportunities to modernize for the future. Definitely. And then Aria says, I don't believe William's eyes are now open. I believe that statement was to save face after a terrible tour. I can't take the words of a blanket statement that his employee could have written for him to believe his eyes are open. I need to see action from both him and Kate to know that they get it and care. I mean, you know, actions speak louder than words. So we'll have to wait and see if Royal tours change going forward. Yeah. Again, there's like a lot of learning opportunities here and all we can do is look at, you know, forward to the next tour and see how things change. Definitely. All right. Well, let's get into our Royal roundup and kick it off with Prince Andrew, who turned a lot of heads when he took over ex-wife Sarah Ferguson's Instagram to share memories of his time in service. And he used his Royal titles despite being banned from doing so. So he commandeered her social media account on the 40th anniversary of him sailing from Portsmouth to the Falklands as a helicopter pilot for the Royal Navy. 
Um, he was asked by his ex to commemorate uh, the occasion and uh, reflect on it. But these have all since been deleted. He signed the statement written by HRH, the Duke of York, which caused a stir because earlier this year he was stripped of both his military titles and royal responsibilities amid his alleged sexual abuse scandal. He wrote, as I sit here at my desk on this cold, crisp spring morning, thinking back to April 1982, I've tried to think of what was going through my mind as we sailed out of Portsmouth, lining the flight deck of HMS Invincible. So whilst I think back to a day when a young man went to war full of bravado, I returned a changed man. I put away childish things and false bravado and returned a man full in the knowledge of human frailty and suffering. Uh, no, it was so <laughs> Clearly, he's not a changed man. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, he learned nothing. Yeah, uh, I think it was just it was very cringy. It really did not. You know, he could not read the room on how people are feeling about him right now. And, you know, not to disrespect his time in the military, although there's, you know, comments that you could make towards that. Even I just think that it was such a he, it was such a tone deaf thing to have done. Such a weird platform to use his ex-wife. Instagram account just all around clearly he is not um reading the room no I mean definitely not reading the room like yeah it seems just like you know he's very entitled and just doesn't get it or somebody's not telling him to not do this and he's not listening there's just a disconnect here and you know he really just needs to kind of remove himself from the situation yeah I think he just needs to lay low take a step back like he still has this life of incredible privilege just he needs to go and live his very privileged life quietly um, and just step out of the limelight and accept his fate. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Well, royal photographer Richard Full, he wrote about his experience being the only photographer at Prince Philip's Memorial and how he almost didn't get that photograph of Queen Elizabeth escorted by Prince Andrew because royal aides told him at the beginning of the ceremony that he that he was not to take any photos of Queen Elizabeth until she was seated in her seat. But when he saw Prince Andrew escorting her in, he was like, no, I have to get this photograph. Yeah, I think that that was really, you know, like he he he's thinking of his photojournalistic integrity and his, you know, um, legacy as a, his, you know, a photographer of this historical moment and saying, no, 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 we have to take this like for the, you know, for history, for the news broadcast, for photojournalism. Um, so good on him for, you know, making that judgment call. Definitely. Yeah. No, you got to get the job done. And that's what yeah. he did. Well, um, it was being reported that Queen Elizabeth carried two keepsake, two keepsake of Prince Philip's in her purse while at the memorial. The mirror reported that she was holding a photograph of the couple as newlyweds and a white handkerchief of her late husband's. Now, the photo was said to be of their time when they lived in Malta from they lived there from 1949 to 1951, where he was stationed in the Royal Navy. And it was said to be some of their favorite times together. So that was the photograph that she was holding. And she loved those years of together and, you know, just always carrying a piece of him with her. I know she really seems so she's such a sentimental person. I think even just, you know, using Prince Philip's walking sticks now that she's not in very good health, but just the personal touches in the memorial service, you know, the orchids that she carried on her wedding day, things like that, where you can tell that she's really adding these personal touches to remember him. Definitely. Yeah. So sweet. All right. Well, Prince Charles and Duchess Camilla visited the set of East Enders to meet the cast and crew of the long running popular BBC drama, which premiered way back in 1985. And they filmed a special scene tied to Queen Elizabeth around the Platinum Jubilee. Uh, you saw the photos, you saw the videos of them visiting the set. It seemed like they had a great 
great time. Prince Charles gave one of the actresses his coat because she was a little cold. Um, yeah, it looked like it was a lot of fun and a great way to celebrate not only the show, but Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, I thought this was so fun. EastEnders is such a British icon. It's iconic. It's like a cultural phenomenon. Um, so I think that as, you know, as we're celebrating the Queen's Jubilee, we're really also celebrating all things British and like the best of British culture at the same time. EastEnders is one of those things that's just so British. So I think bringing those together with the Queen, with the EastEnders, I think it was a fantastic opportunity just to, you know, have some fun. Definitely. And, and it looked like it was a really good time. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. They had a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. Well, Queen Elizabeth marked a somber occasion on March 30th in honor of her mother, Queen Elizabeth, the Queen's mother's passing. Uh, they released a statement saying today marks 20 years since the death of Queen Elizabeth, the Queen mother. Her majesty inspired great affection from the public, which her daughter, the Queen, spoke of as the special place she occupied in the hearts of so many. Can't believe it's been 20 years, but what a long, rich life died at 101. It's unbelievable. It seems, you know, she's such a, I can't believe it was only 20 years ago, just because she's seen so much of history. You know, you have those iconic photos of her standing in the rubble yeah. during World War II. Mm -hmm. And to think that, you know, she was a woman then, she was a grown woman with children then for her to have only died 20 years ago, she must have lived an incredible life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what is in the Royal water? We need to know. I know. Everybody lives something, so something. Yeah. <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> um, well, this comes as the queen is thanking everyone who took part in a special green initiative to honor her upcoming platinum Jubilee. So she wants people to sing the phrase plant a tree for the Jubilee. And they people across the UK were invited to plant their own trees to commemorate the platinum Jubilee and get this over 1 million trees have been planted. She released a statement saying as the planting season draws to a close, I send my sincere thanks to everyone everyone across the country who has planted a tree to celebrate my platinum Jubilee. I am deeply touched that so many community groups, schools, families, and individuals have made their own unique contributions to the green canopy initiative. What a fun way to commemorate the platinum yeah. Jubilee. What a great way to kind of give back and, you know, um, to the environment. Really, Very cool. Yeah, I like it. Ties into all those causes, environmentalism, climate change, sustainability, conservation. Um, and it's also nice that it's something, you know, those trees are going to be there for 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, mm -hmm. however many years. And it's just, it's really carrying on her legacy. I mean, I think it's such a special way to commemorate 70 years on the throne. Definitely. All right. Well, now it is time to spill the royal tea. And this is so much fun because Idris Elba <laughs> revealed which song Duchess Meghan wanted to be played at her 2018 wedding to Prince Harry. And Christine, which one was it? It's Still Dre, which was a 1999 hit featuring Snoop Dogg. This is so fun. Okay. I think this just goes to show that this was not, you know, your fairy tale um, wedding reception. This was a really upbeat, vibrant, energetic party. Mm -hmm. They really wanted everyone to dance and have a great time. Um, I love the stories that came out of this, of everyone dancing, of the fireworks. Just, it must have been a really amazing party. Seriously, must have been awesome. Um, well, from music to movies, The Sun reported that Prince William and Duchess Kate got a special viewing of Tom Cruise's Top Gun Maverick by Tom Cruise himself. Um, they were given a preview at a London IMAX theater. And of course, the movie doesn't premiere till May. So it's good to be a royal because you get those perks. <laughs> yeah, I thought this was such a cool story. It sounds like it was a family movie night where um, Sophie, the Countess of Wessex was there. Princess Beatrice and Princess Eugenie were there. They probably brought their husbands. Maybe it was like a big group date night. Um, but I thought it was
was so great. Uh, Prince William, I think, is a big fan of Top Gun, especially with his RAF career, his love of airplanes and helicopters. I'm sure it was very uh, special for him. Oh, totally. And definitely an early birthday present because he turns 40 in June. And we recently spoke with author Robert Jobson, I know crazy, whose upcoming book reflects on the future king's milestone birthday. But he let us in on how he is feeling about the big day. Take a look. How do you think the Prince of Wales and Prince William have been stepping up in the weeks since the Queen has been sidelined for, you know, COVID? Well, and they have been. I mean, the Prince of Wales has been doing it for some time. And the Queen really hasn't had any international travel for many, many years now, you know, since um, 2016, something like that. She's really traveled. So I think that there's been like a, a dual monarchy since then, really, although it's not been said. And Prince William has certainly been stepping up to the plate alongside Catherine and the Duchess of Cornwall as well. So, yeah, all the members of the royal family have had to do that to support the king and support the queen, but also, you know, in the light of the death of um, the Duke of Edinburgh, um, when he stepped down, it, it was clear they all had to step up as well a little bit, um, which they did. Do you feel like Charles and William will continue working together once Charles takes the throne? Well, they continue working together, but I mean, the, the king will be the king. I mean, and, and the Prince of, uh, Prince William will probably then be, uh, in time, made the Prince of Wales. So it'll be a th- there'll be no need for them to be quite um, maybe as close really as Charles and the Queen, because of course Prince Charles at seventy three is. A, fit and able man who will carry out his agenda properly. Mm-hmm. How do you feel Charles and William may change the monarchy going forward? You know, there's always these reports that Charles wants to slim down the monarchy. Do you see that in the future? Yeah, I think I think he will. But I mean, he doesn't want to reduce its influence and its, its uh, power and, and, and strength across, across the spectrum of dealing with people. And obviously there's a need to stay connected with people. But I, don't, I just don't think he wants it to be quite as... Um, Edwardian or, you know, to quite so, um, not out of date, but but, but overly traditional. I think he will obviously still be a traditionalist, but I would want to just bring it up to speed with what's going on in the modern world. Mm-hmm. I know you said you're writing you or you have written your book about Prince William and celebration of his 40th birthday. How do you think he feels about turning 40? Mm. Well, I mean, it does seem incredible, doesn't it, that he is turning 40, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it is a it's a time of reflection for any man. I think. I mean, you know, he he's happily married. He's got three children. He's now having to do more and more work um, with the royal family um, and doing his public engagements. But, but equally, he has also carried out a lot of the things he wanted to do. And he's you know before um, he's been given that opportunity, and he's also been given the opportunity to express himself in major areas such as the environment, which is hugely important to him, mental health, another one that's hugely important to him. Yeah, I'm sure that he looks back in, on the 40 years. He's had to go through quite a lot and endure a lot from the death of his mother through to um, all sorts of um, traumas, even the latest stuff with Meghan and Harry and his fallout with his brother. But I think he's emerged as a very mature person, somebody who's able to be quite considered in the way that he makes his decisions. And, um, you know, he's, with the, with the help of his father and 
helping his wife, I'm sure that he'll make a very good king going forward. Mm -hmm. I mean, you mentioned, you know, being 40 is a time of reflection and Harry and Meghan and things like that. And, you know, one of a, a sticking point in Harry's interview, you know, last year was that William felt trapped in the royal family. Do you feel like at 40, he still he feels like that? I don't think he's ever felt like that. I think yeah. Harry was putting words into his father and his brother's mind and maybe assuming and maybe making an assessment based upon his feelings. Mm. They were both very angry about that, both Charles and um, William. I don't think it's true. I don't think he feels trapped in any way. Um, then, then lastly, I mean, this is total your opinion, what you think. Kate has made it no secret that she may want to have another baby. Do you think that maybe that's in the cards for William and Kate? She seems to, seems to be dropping these little hints every now and then. Well, it'd be lovely if, if she did. It'd be a great story. But I think Prince, I think Prince Williams probably thinks three is more than enough. I don't know. <laughs> and when she did drop the drop, the um. Those comments, I'm not sure whether she was doing it just to wind him up. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably. Well, Robert, thank you so much. It's always great to get your perspective and opinion and good luck with the with the book that you're writing right now. And I can't wait to chat in a couple months when, uh, when your book about Prince William drops. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Have a good day. Yeah, like he said, this is about a time of reflection and kind of looking forward to the future. And I can't, I can't believe he's going to be 40. I can't believe it. He's still like a teenage heartthrob. Like somewhere in my brain, he's like Prince William is like a teenage heartthrob, <laughs> even though I know he's like a 40 year old man with three kids. <laughs> he will always be that like 20 year old yes, heartthrob. Exactly. He will always be, yes. Always be. All right. Well, let's check in on our pint sized palace, our royal kiddos. And we were hearing that. George, Charlotte, and Louis are taking up the Queen's most beloved hobby, which is horseback riding. I feel like if you are a royal, you have to get on a horse. <laughs> I know it's like it's in the bloodstream or something. They just, whether it's horseback riding, carriage riding, I mean, they just love the equestrian sports. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's fun to sort of, you know, bond with the Queen over these, the, you know, these hobbies, but I just, I need a photo of this. How cute is Louis going to look on a little horse? Oh I my mean- God, please give it to us. We need it immediately. Yes. I need photo proof. Um, we definitely need it all right well christine thank you for running down all things royals with me as always thank you this was a nice light week just some fun stories i love it yes please let us know in the comments what you thought we love uh, reading what you guys have to say each and every week keep commenting keep subscribing we'll see you guys next week